All right, Easton Fellowship, we made it to our church-wide fast. It's the first official day. I hope everybody's feeling well. I hope everybody's feeling inspired. Everybody's feeling like, yeah, I can conquer this thing. Yes, I can say no to delicious food, delicious drink, or beautifully tempting timelines. I hope everybody's feeling super, super empowered today. If by any chance you're listening and you've missed it, Easton Fellowship is embarking on a 21-day fast. Uh, and we're doing this for a huge reason. It's because we're trying to discern the future steps for our church. And um, the leadership felt like it was really important for us to be discerning as a as a body, us for us to be hearing from God as a body. So we're all in this together. Some of us are doing the dangle fast or some modified version of it. Some of us are taking a break from social media, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, um, YouTube. I think YouTube is social media, maybe. I'm not sure. Or uh, Reddit or Snapchat. Some of us are taking a break from traditional media. Some are not watching television or going to movies or streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, stuff like that. Some of us are choosing two of those things to mix up together. Some of us are choosing three of those things to mix up together. Um, but we're all engaging in a time of sacrifice for the goal of hearing from God on behalf of our church. I think it's amazing that we're doing this. I, for one, have been feeling super encouraged by the amount of support that this fast has been shown. I love when I get emails that say, Aaron, we're so glad that we're doing this. We're th- so grateful for the leadership for uh, leading us on this spiritual journey that blesses us. So if you want to send a nice email, my email address is erin at erin at eastendfellowship.org. Send all the nice emails you want. They're welcome. I receive them with gladness and with joy. You'll get a lot of exclamations and emojis in return. So just... uh I just want to talk a little bit about what we're going to be doing on these podcasts every day. So, y'all, let me tell you something about myself. I am kind of a planner, but I'm also I'm more of a feeler. So I have an idea for what I want to do today, but over the next 21 days, and I'll be doing a podcast every single day for the next 21 days. The format may change. I may be talking about something completely different. Um... I just say, you know, join me for the ride like y'all usually do every Sunday. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be glorifying God. I'm going to be giving God glory. But the topic for each of the days is kind of up in the air at this point. Uh, For this first one, though, I wanted to take you guys to Isaiah 55. That's one of my favorite chapters in the book of Isaiah. Now, Isaiah is one of my favorite books, period. And I spend a lot of time in Isaiah. If I don't know, if I'm not doing like a particular book study plan and I'm not sure where to start for my quiet time or devotionals, I always end up in Isaiah. That's my default. Isaiah 55 and 58 are are favorites of mine. And I just want to read Isaiah 58. Oops, I'm sorry. Isaiah 55. And it says, come, everyone who thirsts. Come to the waters, and he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money on that which isn't bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me, and eat what is good, 
and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me here that your soul may live, and I will make with you an everlasting covenant. I'm going to pause. I think it's really timely to be reading Isaiah 55 when you're embarking on a fast. Because what the Lord is saying to the children of Israel, he's letting them know, like, look, you're spending what I have to offer you doesn't cost you natural money. Like, even if you're poor, you can come get some of this good stuff. If you're rich, you can come get some of this good stuff. It doesn't matter because I don't I have no need for your natural money, what it costs is you humbly submitting. And I think that that's what we're doing together. We're humbly submitting together so that we can, and we're turning down the bread that doesn't satisfy. We're turning down the wine and milk that actually, the natural wine and milk that actually doesn't satisfy for bread and wine and milk and honey. That is our spiritual food that satisfies beyond what we could think or even imagine. So I'm going to keep reading. I'm going to pick back up. Verse 4, Behold, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and a commander for the people. Behold, you shall call a a nation that you do not know, and a nation that did not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Here, verse 6, says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed. It shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Y'all, this is crucial for us. This is so good. We're fasting to hear a word from God concerning our church. And I just think, A of all, we've really got to believe that God is going to do this. Like, we've got to believe that God is going to honor our sacrifice, that he's going to see us turning on our plate, turning away from things that aren't like him in general in this period of consecration and really seeking him. I believe that he's going to honor it. And I pray that you guys believe that as well. But I think for verse, um, verses 10 and 11, verse says, for as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and don't return there, but water the earth, <clears throat> making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Y'all, the word that's going to come out of this 21 days God is going to deliver on it. Like I'm built, I'm putting my trust and my hope in that. I'm putting my trust and my hope in that God hears the prayers of his people, that God will respond and that the word that God speaks over us, he will accomplish. Even if we don't see it, even if we don't see the fruition of it, I believe that God hears us, that he responds to us and he's going to fulfill everything that he says. So um, I I read Isaiah 55 a lot. And I remember reading um, verses 
6 and 7, it says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him for he will, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. I was like, great. I love the compassion. I love the abundance of pardon. But how am I supposed to forsake my thoughts? Like, I just was like, that's my question for today, Lord. How am I supposed to do that? And I let it go. I just let it rock. Um, and I remember one morning I was getting ready to go to work and I was thinking about what I was going to eat for the rest of the day. And that's just something <laughs> I think about what I'm about to eat. Like as soon as my eyes open throughout the rest of the day, before I eat a meal, after I finish a meal, I'm thinking about what the next meal coming. I mean, my thought, like, I just am always thinking about like, what's my, what's going to be the next thing that I eat? Because I've always struggled with my weight. Like I don't want to be, um, eating things that are going to make me gain weight if I'm just being honest. But then at the same time, I have a deep and abiding love of food. I mean, it goes deep y'all. I, I enjoy every second of every meal that I've ever had. I just, I love it. So my mind I'm constantly thinking about things like that. And I remember looking in the mirror as I was getting ready to walk out the door. I was like, God, I don't want to think this way about food anymore. I want to think, I want you to change my thoughts. Like, I I can't keep going this way. And I remember when I got to work, I uh, usually try to read my word a little bit when I'm at work, you know, because I work at the Lord's house. And um, I came right to Isaiah 55, and it says... Um, Right after that, uh, it says, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And then verse 8 says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. So for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So I was just like, immediately, that was God speaking to me. I felt like this, um, it was like an internal light bulb went on you know those aha moments um like eureka i had just said lord i don't want to think this particular way about food anymore a couple hours later i was in god's word and i read those passages and i was like yo that's how i forsake my thoughts the things i want to think about things the way god thinks about things i want to see food the way god sees food and i was like how am i going to do that in God's word. So I literally got my concordance. If y'all don't own a concordance or have a study Bible with a concordance in it, get one. It's really important. Like if you're looking for some hope, if you're looking for some victory, if you're looking for some peace and for scriptures on those types of things, you just go to your concordance and go right down the list. It's in alphabetical order and it, it'll really help you. It'll really bless you. So I, I looked at my concordance for places where God was talking about food and, um, I, there were a couple of key places, especially in um, in the creation story where God says that he gave Adam and Eve every green plant to eat. That every, and the original intention of um, like what uh, Adam and Eve were supposed to be eating was green plants. I was like, oh Lord, are you trying to tell me to be vegan? Let's press pause on that. Then I went to uh, Matthew 6. And I'm actually going to turn there right now. So if you hear pages turning. I'm actually, I'm turning in my giant Bible. And it says, therefore I tell you, 
Do not be anxious about your life. Colon. What you will eat or what you will drink. Nor about your body. Colon. What you will put on. I added the colons, but that helps me understand like what Jesus was saying. So don't be anxious about your life. Making it about what you eat and what you drink. Don't be anxious about your body. The kind of clothes you're going to put on. Exactly what I was thinking. And I just remember being so shook. I was like, yo, Lord, my whole life is completely disordered. The way that I'm thinking about food is completely out of whack, disaligned, misaligned, unaligned with how you've created me to think about it. And so, uh, I mean, do I think about food perfectly now? No, but my entire perspective was changed. And I'm Every day I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm endeavoring to lean into that understanding of not to work, not being anxious about what I'm eating, not being anxious about what I'm drinking, because the world worries about that stuff. My, my main focus needs to be on building the kingdom of God. My main focus needs to be on doing, being obedient to what God has for me to do. And that's what, um, that's what God was speaking over me that day. And I just, I just, I include that story as an example of hearing God's voice through his word and being obedient and acting on it. Now I'm still working on the obedience part, which is why we, you know, we all doing this fast. So, um, on Sunday we talked about hear and obey. That's like the theme for this fast. We're learning, we're uh, going through a hear and obey tool on how to hear the voice of God and how to, um, discern what God is saying, why he's saying it and how to obey, how to live into that word. So I'm, you know, I don't do that perfectly, but I'm learning. And over the next three weeks, I'm excited to see what the spirit is going to do in my life. I'm excited to see what the spirit is going to do in your lives. Y'all, I'm going to be talking to you every single day. So be praying for me. If you have thoughts or ideas or suggestions about things you want me to talk about, you can email me, Aaron at eastendfellowship.org. But also, I would love if you have a question or the spirit spoke something to you while you were listening to this podcast, please email me for real. Email me, Aaron at eastendfellowship.org. I know I said that like 12 times, but I don't want you to forget. Email me. Let me know. I'll talk about it on a future episode. I would love to hear from y'all. Y'all are my family. We're all in this together. Thanks for listening. If this was weird, I promise to make it less weird in the future. If I'm talking too fast, let me know. I'll slow down. If I'm talking too slow, let me know. I'll speed up. I've never done this kind of podcast ever in my life. So anyway, I'm praying for y'all. Actually, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to pray right now. Father, I thank you for this body. Father, I thank you for how willingly they submitted. Um, I thank you for how willingly we're submitting to you. Thank you for how willingly they submitted to leadership, God. Lord, we bow down before you. We re- we recognize that only you are God. Only you are king, God. You are sovereign and you are in control. Lord, we, I, I believe that you've called us here to this place. You've brought us together as a church, Lord. And I just pray that you would speak to us, speak through us, speak in us, sing over us, God. Sing over this body, Lord. Make us what you would want us to be, God. Lord, I pray that if the word is hard, that we would be obedient and humble and accept it. 
Lord, I pray that if it's a word of uh, compassion, that we would receive it with joy. Lord, I pray that you just would amaze us. Lord, I, I wholeheartedly pray that you would knock our socks off, that we would be completely blown away and that nobody could ever think to get glory about what has happened here in us and through us. Um, but you, Lord, I pray that only you get the glory. Lord, I pray that you do a work so mighty that only you can get the glory from it, God, because only you deserve it. Lord, we're just, we're just your vessels. Um, you're forever glorified. You're forever enthroned. And we thank you and we praise you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.